of 34 to glory i'm your host tyler flesh joined by my father and co-host brian flesh hey there all right well before we get to the sad news let's get to the good news we got uh, a message from curtis from california who uh reached out to us and gave us some positive feedback so we'd like to thank you curtis for that well we appreciate that yeah it was really nice to hear and uh he kind of went with us and said, you know, he kind of agrees with the Colin Kaepernick uh, situation, even though, well, he said he, he thinks it'd be a perfect marriage. But I agree also, and as we clearly saw and noticed before, you know, so we need it. <laughs> uh, there's no other way to say it. Let's just get into it. And then now, thanks again to Curtis. And uh, hopefully, maybe once we start setting up this phone thing and getting that worked in, he can call in and share more of his views. We'd appreciate that. So, with that being said, let's dive into the shit game of London. Oh. I don't know where you want to start. I'm fine with whatever. I'm going to let you take it away because there's not... There's not very many positives. No, there was not very many positives. Okay, the number one thing that any Bears fan could see with their own two eyes is, hey, we we weren't. That was really not Tyler, nor was that That myself. That was the dog. So um, what anyone could see with their eyes is, hey, we just didn't look like we had any energy out there on Defense or offense. I mean, we looked lethargic. Just was a really crappy, crappy slow start for us. I mean, that first half was brutal. Well, yeah, but where do you want to start? You're kind of okay. Well, I want to. I want to start. I want to. You want to start with the fatigue and what we think might or might not have caused it. Yeah, yeah. Let's start there. Uh, Before the game, they was informed that the Bears left for London on. Friday, they treated it like any other away game. They got to London on Friday, got ready for the game on Sunday. Now, it was 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, which is 6 o'clock in London. So there is a time difference there. The Raiders, they reported that John Gruden said he did this last year. He did the same thing. He felt like his guys were exhausted because he was so tired didn't even know how they were functioning and playing so they actually left the sunday after beating the colts they left that monday and got to london so they were there for about a week before us so i don't i don't know what's your thoughts on that i i think that was a good strategy i i just know that the defense that we saw on sunday was not the defense we've seen in the First well, yeah. few games well, of the year. Okay, but okay, you're getting off subject a little bit here. We're we're talking about like the fatigue, like right, what, right. I'm I'm what I'm saying is that we the fatigue was due to the fact that we had a game in London and we arrived so late that our guys were still exhausted and you, had not you, caught so up. So you think that's the, what caused it? I, I do. I think honestly, that's what caused it. Now I'm not trying to you know brag or do like or anything like that. But listen, 
I flew to Ireland earlier this year. I've been to Ireland. I took the worst plane ride of my life. Do not fly American people. Choose British Airways if you get a chance. I mean, I, I just got to throw that out there in case anyone's listening. That I guess American overseas. will never be a sponsor of this oh, show. Oh, no, no. I don't want them. I don't care how much money they're paying. I don't want them. I will not promote shit. Like, I, I couldn't recline in my seat. I couldn't do anything. I was miserable, okay? I took off. I got there. I was up all day. Our hotel rooms, was, we couldn't check in. Nothing. So w- I landed there like jet lag, 10 in the morning, right? Doing all that good stuff. And I am exhausted, okay? Like, I don't know how else to put it. I go to bed that night, cow, probably like 6 o'clock their time. And I woke up around like 3 in the morning. But with all that being said... That was on. I got there, and then the next day, I was already pretty much on their schedule. So, what I'm trying to say is, if my trip was that shitty, and these guys, like, you've seen the pictures. If you follow the Bears on Instagram, you see they all have, they're flying beyond first class. So, they can sleep, relax. I guarantee you their hotel rooms were ready to go as soon as they walked through the door. Oh, I'm sure. Okay, so what I'm trying to say is I don't know how much of this falls into fatigue because we looked fatigued or us getting lazy and having a trap game. Yeah, it could be. It could be. I'm not saying. I just, all I am saying is that we didn't look like our usual selves on defense. We just didn't. We didn't look like our usual selves anywhere on the field except the wide receiver position, which we'll touch on later. Yeah. yeah. But no, I'm, I'm completely with you. I don't know how much of that, um, dictates fatigue just because I've never flown like that is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Cause I mean, I don't know how tired, especially like, okay, here's my thing too. Right. So I flew out of, um, Philadelphia at night. Right. So I, I flew out of Philly at night and landed in Ireland in Shannon in the morning. They are like private catered. They get to pick their own. You know what I mean? So they could land there at night. Right. So they could land in England at night and then just go to sleep and be ready for the morning. Now, I don't know. Everyone's body types different. Everything's what I'm trying to say is. I don't know how much that plays a factor. I don't know all what they have to do. I don't, but what I do know is they fly in luxury. And I think it's pretty sad if we can't get up for a game against Oakland if you're tired. Yeah. I, you know, I, I can't say for sure. I just trust what my eyes saw and my eyes really now, really did see the us reason, not, not play well. The reason this game did not come on, well, yeah, I know, but we're not here to sit here and go, our eyes, we know what our eyes are saying. We're trying to, you know, shed a little light of little we can on it. So, like, did you think they were tired? Like, yeah, I I thought. They, or did you think it was more of a trap game or a mix? Could have been a mix, but I, I thought they just looked out of sync. And, and maybe I attributed that to the uh, flight and them being tired. I don't know what it was. Well, my whole thing is I don't know. Yeah. That's why I'm yeah. asking you. Because, yeah. I mean, I don't want to do the whole thing yeah. where we just sit here and go, well, it could be or couldn't be. Like, I'd like to kind of 
form an opinion, but I don't know because I, I mean, I've been and I've done the time change, but I don't, I just feel like, okay, I'm going to take a stand. I feel like that was not a factor. I don't feel like it was as big as a factor as it should be uh, with everything I've said. So that, I mean, we, we look like shit the first half. We looked absolutely pathetic and we look like a whip dog. And another factor in this game, and I'm not trying to make excuses, guys. The Oakland Raiders deserve to win that game. We It was shocking we even came back. I'm not trying to make excuses, but the reason that game was not on at 9.30 in the morning is because of Oakland. They wanted their fan base to be able to watch it. So, if you know, 9.30 here, that'd be 6.30 over there because they're three hours behind, eight hours were five. You know, you guys do the math on that, but that's why it was pushed to one. Yeah. So I, I'm with you. I mean, you you kind of see it as, hey, we just got our butts beat, and it probably wasn't due to, you know, uh, jet lag or whatever. Um, whatever did happen, though, it, it was not a well-played game, and we can go to the defensive side or offensive side. Where do you want to go? Well, let's stick with the, the – I guess we can just mix in both because they were both shit and because a lot of stuff that our offense did led to some stuff that our defense did bad. Yeah. So I say we just blend in both and okay. we, uh, let's just go by halves. Okay. let's be honest, the whole thing was a <laughs> shit show, man. It was. It so was, it's like, where do you start? It was hard to watch. We're going we're gonna to try to stay upbeat and try to highlight some things. Yeah. Look, we kind of knew – during the game, I looked at you and I said, well, we knew this was going to happen eventually. I didn't know. And I said, I didn't know this game, but I had a feeling this would happen because the one bad game our defense has. That's when we get, you know, that, that, that that's what yeah. happens. So one of our favorite players is Akeem Hicks. And oh, uh, yeah, we it, didn't even that that really was was sad. I haven't heard any updates on it, on his injury, but he went out quite early in the ball game um, with, did they say an elbow injury? A dislocated elbow. Dislocated elbow, like. okay. So um, I'm not a doctor, don't know exactly well, what that means. Well, we saw the images, though, in yeah, slow-mo, yeah, and the, that does not look like an elbow should be there. Yeah, I know. That looked pretty nasty. Oh, that was a big hit, man. I think he might be done for the year. Then There's no official updates. We're not saying that, but our personal opinion, I think I speak for both of us when I say I think he's done for the yeah, year. Yeah, we, we pretty much thought that it could be over for him. We'll see, and, you know, the... <sighs> It just looked to me like we were running to the ball late. We were missing. I don't think I've seen us miss that many tackles in a first half in a long, long time. Did you feel like their offensive line? Now, I don't know. Okay, I got a two-parter. One, do you think Hakeem Hicks would have made a difference in this game if he would have stayed healthy? Yes. Okay, I'm going to say no just because – not because of Hakeem Nix, just because we were just playing bad. Uh, two, did you notice how their offensive line, the what, what they were doing is they were letting us go to the right or to the left, and then all they were doing is having the running backs cut back. Yeah, cut back. countering the opposite direction. And, and usually we can fight through that and get through, and usually our linebackers are playing better. Our linebackers weren't there, man. They weren't. They weren't. And... and 
And we weren't containing on the edge. Usually we do a real good job with containing people on the edge as they come around. We, we just... We got killed on the cutback. Our, our, our form in terms of just tackling, yeah, we got killed on the cutbacks. Yeah, we, tackling too. Uh, it was just, you know, it was just bad. And, uh, you know, uh, that first half went into, you know, the locker room. Wow. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in that locker room. Yeah, I. It was frustrating, man. It's pure and simple defensively. Listen, though, the defense gave up a touchdown too, and it wasn't even their fault, man. I don't know what Chase Daniel was looking at down the field, but we need to talk about this right now. You brought this up to me beforehand. I agreed completely. I'll just start off by saying, what the hell, man? Why can't this guy prepare? What what Tyler's referring to is last year in the Detroit game he he came in and you know did a fantastic job for us and then in the against the Giants just completely fell apart when he prepared this year Chase Daniel came in in the Vikings game won it unprepared prepared for played the, good pre- did good uh, and then prepared for Oakland and just. Now I gotta give Chase. He, sh- he shit the bed. Yeah, he did. He did. And I, I gotta give him a, a credit in this regard. Is he put some balls up there that I would like? We'll get to, to see. That. We'll get thrown. there. We'll yeah. get there. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll, well, let's work out all the bad first. Yeah, let's all right. Get all the bad out. Because now back to you know fast forward back to London. What is he doing? The linebackers right there. He just doesn't even see him. It was a crossing route from our wide receiver. I don't know if he didn't see him over the line. I don't know, but they showed the view of the interception from behind, and he was just standing there the whole time. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. At first, I thought, well, is he, is he just throwing to a point on the field, and he and the receiver were just that far off? No, I don't think so. I, I don't think it had anything to do with I, I'm I'm going to disagree with you on that one. I don't think that had anything to do with it. I literally don't think he saw him because the, if that guy's not there, that ball's caught. Because the cornerback's on the wide receiver, and the all the linebacker is doing is playing his zone, and he's just staring at Chase Daniel right in the eye, and Chase is like, "Here you go." Yeah, just I. What, he, it, it literally looked from our angle like he threw it right to the defensive man. It well. It, it didn't. It, it, that's what it was. I mean, yeah. I know. I know you're trying to. You're trying to be positive and give him the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. But you can, Dad. You can put any angle you want on that. That's being thrown right to him. That yeah. was bad. It was bad. That was almost as bad as the second one. Let's just talk about that now. Uh, had a chance to come back and win the game, and he started throwing the ball down the field and uh, started slinging it. And uh, I don't. I don't know if he felt pressure on that game-ending interception. Well, he did, but I don't know why he threw it. He was trying to act like there was a disconnect, but the receivers seemed to me like they ran the same route because they were all looking around like, where was that going, bud? Yeah. Yeah, it was It was pretty apparent that whatever the play really was, and I guess we'll never know, 
because they're not letting us in on that info. But, but it was kind of interesting. Did you see how Nagy was yeah. kind of yelling at him, and then Ch- he was shaking his head, looking yeah, down? Yeah, I did see he that. He did not point at one wide receiver to say, hey, he didn't go this way, he didn't do that. Right. He didn't do any of that. Yeah. So my, my guess is that was on Daniel. Because you know when Nagy gets pissed because he folds his playbook or his paper, he folds it like a tunnel around his mouth and just starts yelling. <laughs> You see yeah, it all the time. That, that's a really good observation. I that that is so true. Yeah, but I mean, in the, but in the press conference, you know, I he's he acts like nothing's wrong, but I have a feeling he chews their asses out. Um, so let's just touch on the defense then. Uh, to go back to that first interception, I know we jumped around there a little bit, but go back to that first interception and. That's I mean they're they're already at the fifteen basically they're already yeah. in the red zone they're already ready to score and they do score. Uh, we kept getting gashed on defense. Listen, I as bad as our defense played, we still only gave up twenty one points. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. And wasn't seventeen of those points in the first half? Yeah. So, you know, it was it was just a a, a wickedly bad. Uh, first half we, by any we, standard. We got manhandled up front on... Oh, we gave up... Sorry, Jesus. We scored 21. It was 24. We gave up 24 points. That's still not bad. I mean, honestly, uh, 24? Come on, guys. Yeah. I mean, the the what, and what happens, too, is when you don't have an offense and you don't have a capability to put up more points than... I mean, if our defense – here's my takeaway is what I'm trying to say is if our defense played that bad and we still were that close of a game, I mean, I'll take that. Yeah. I mean, that's just a damn good defense because we played like shit. We should have got beat by a lot more in my opinion. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the other thing too, and, and you and I talked about this um, at, at home when we were watching the game. Hmm, you're getting a little emotional yeah. just thinking about it, aren't you? <laughs> I do. It broke me up. And – uh one thing we noticed in the first half in that miserable, miserable game is that we could often predict the offensive okay. play. Do you want to go to this? Let's yeah. do this. Yeah. So let's transition. Let's go over to the – I think enough said about the defense. They had a bad game. We'll leave it at that. But go ahead. Take it away. Yeah. You know, one one of the things we were talking about is just how little – run yardage we're getting and at first I thought it might be the offensive line and you you then brought up something that I think is really important is it the offensive line or is it a combination of the offensive line uh, and the play but especially the play calling are we too predictable I think in my opinion Nagy is trying to hide his quarterbacks he has plays he has designs he wants to call it he can't he doesn't feel comfortable but I also, that's not an excuse because he pissed me off this game. We sat there and we said, I, I literally turned to you and I said, 20 bucks, this is a run. You said, I don't want I'll lose my money. Next play, 20 bucks, I bet this is a run. There was a point where you turned to me and you said, is this Nagy or is this John Fox? Yeah. What is happening Because here? It, it felt like we went back in a time warp and we're literally watching this old John Fox team where it was run, run, pass. And it wasn't very creative, which Nagy's one of the most creative guys out there. 
and we're not but, seeing it in some of this play calling. No, but okay. Now I'm going to back him up on this though. Is that him or is that the people that he has at quarterback? If you play Madden and you're, you're you don't have a guy who can throw a deep ball, you can't sit there and call deep ball plays the whole time. And I think he's seen more in practice, and I think he knows, and he will not tell the media this. I guarantee he sits on his office and goes, well, shit, I can't call that. He can't make that throw. Yeah. He's not going to make that throw. Well, the longest the longest two plays from passing plays this year have been one of 37 yards and one of 36 yards. One showed by Trubisky and one showed by Daniel. Professional studio over here. We have dogs yakking, Instagrams yeah. our, going on. Our off. producer, Tim, over there is, is uh, really at it. No, it's it's like the, we leave it all in because it's like you're sitting here in the living room with us. Like The only difference is you can't have a beer because it doesn't work that way. But if you have a beer right now, feel free to drink it on us. So, <laughs> And the whole thing with Nagy... <laughs> I kind of defend him, and then, and then I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like, no, I'm kind of like, nah, not really. In the aspect of, I don't know, man. I just, he's stuck in a weird place. I feel like, man, it, and we can't just have our defense just winning us games. And the play calling was just, I didn't like the play calling. I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't like it at all. I didn't either. I, I feel personally as a fan that I'm stuck in, like, football purgatory. Okay, now we have talked about a lot of the negatives. Now, I do want to talk about some of the positives. Yeah, here. all right, go for it. Um, There's not too many, so buckle up. Uh, <laughs> positive is that, you know, we lost, we lost to a bad team, and I don't think the Raiders are good. I'll be the first to say it. I think they got lucky. Uh, they, well, they didn't get lucky. They deserve that win. I don't want to take anything away from them, but they're not that good. And they're, they're not going to win too many more games. And if they do, I'll eat crow. I don't care. But in, in that way, it's kind of okay, like kind of a wake-up call. Like, hey, guys, we just got beat by a shitty team, and we have a hard-ass schedule coming up. So either, you know, buck up or ship out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in that aspect, I think that was kind of a good thing. Uh, so, so it's the proverbial wake-up call. Yeah, and Nagy said in his press conference, you know, he said uh, leaders lead. Our leaders create leaders, and everyone's mad in that locker room. And, uh, you know, they're having a talk right now, and they're working things out. And that's fine. I, I don't care. Anyone can say the right things in football. It happens all the time. It's if you can do the right things in football. Like, I, I, I don't care what you say as much as I care what you do. Yeah, put it on the field, man. And right now we're not doing much of doing. Um, I thought the wide receivers played phenomenal. I thought yeah. there's nothing more they could have done. They were the highlight to me out of the whole team. Oh, absolutely. That there was a catch by Anthony Miller that was just absolutely spectacular. Daniel put it up right where it needed to be. He came up over the guy. I thought it was going to be intercepted, quite frankly. Came up over the guy, grabbed it, and pulled it down. It was a beautiful throw. And even a better catch. And I also think a lot of people like were like, whoa, look at this Anthony Miller guy. Yeah. Why isn't he getting the ball more? Well, that's because we have another stud on the other side called Allen Robinson. And he caught that ball and took that hit and then toe-tapped in. Oh. Wow, that was beautiful. 
The best part of that was Gruden threw the challenge flag and was freaking out. I and was going to say flipping, and then I went to freaking, so that sounded weird. <laughs> he was freaking out, man. He was throwing that, like, you know, old Chucky was at it, man. What was funny was we were saying, that's a catch, that's a catch. And when exactly. they showed the replay, we were like, oh, yeah, that's a catch. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. I don't like that goal. It was a horrible Gruden, but that's all yeah. I got. No, he was he was really doing the Chucky face quite well. Yeah, and I just think that's a positive takeaway, and I think Trubisky needs to look at that. And now I don't know if Trubisky can make those throws. And I'm not trying to be a sarcastic asshole. I'm being dead serious. I think Trubisky needs to make those throws. The problem I'm seeing with both of our quarterbacks is like, one does one thing right, the other does another wrong. Like, if we could just blend them. Because Chase makes really good throws to open people. But his coverage reading is really poor. But Trubisky's cover read, he can't see the field either. He can't read coverages very well. And then when we do have wide open people, though, he can't get the ball to him. He can't drop it in. Now, Chase can drop the ball in, but... Then he throws a what-the-hell-were-you-thinking pass. Well, yeah, I think the other real difference in them is Trubisky's much more mobile than Chase. When Chase, you know, gets into trouble, it's a, it's almost an immediate sack. Yeah, but Trubisky does that, too, where he pulls down when he, he feels, you know... You don't think Trubisky's a little bit more mobile than Chase? Cause no, I he, do. no, he is, but I'm saying he... But but this is what I'm talking about when I could wish I could combine the two. Yeah. Because Chase still looks downfield. Trubisky feels pressure. It's Tuck. Why is it Tuck? Every other quarterback yeah. is looking to throw the ball well, down the field. And, and that's that's one of the things you and I always talk about. The great quarterbacks, I don't care who they are, even when they feel pressure, they're always keeping their eyes down the field to, to get rid of the ball. But also, there comes a point where you have to just chuck it up to your wide receiver. Everyone does it. Yeah. Tom Brady does it. Well, Every and, great and if, one. How many times has Aaron Rodgers hit a Hail Mary? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, okay? Well, okay. So, Allen Robinson had one of his best years with one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. And he had one of those best years because Blake Bortles would throw the ball up in the air and make it a jump ball, and Allen Robinson would come down with it nine out of ten times. Yeah, exactly. And that's and that was one of the best years he ever had in football, period. Yeah, he had over 1,400 yards. Now look at him. He's not yeah. going to get – I don't think any of our receivers get to 1,000. If we don't get to 1,000 – we have a problem. Well, he's now, the number gonna... he's the number one wide receiver right now, and as of the end of the Raiders game, he has three hundred and thirty two yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, listen, we're not gonna keep going on the quarterback yep. stuff. We've beat nope. that to death. Um, go ahead. And well, your... I the other I tell you what, the other highlight was um, I'll, I'm just gonna say it our our kicker, even though he was hurt, he still showed guts, got out there and and yeah. Kicked let's the ball. talk about this. I felt. Bad for Eddie. Eddie, uh, we told the story last time. He got cut by the tra or traded by the Raiders. He got put on IR. He lost his spot basically, and they didn't want him, so they traded him to us. And I think he's playing injured. I know he's playing injured. Oh, he absolutely. He kicked is. a he kicked a PAT and he fell over on the ground. Isn't there a point where you say this game's not 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 worth it, but it's time to start going for two? 
Yeah, absolutely. Like, why are we risking this? He can I, barely kick. It's like a half leg kicker out there. His his buddies were basically helping him off the field, and I, and I'm thinking, okay, so surely either the punter is going to turn into our kicker if we need an extra point, or we go for two points, and we did not go for two. Maybe it was part of the game script. No, but there's you got to change the game script when someone's hurt. They talk about player safety all the damn time. What the hell was that? Yeah. Seriously. He dad, he fell over. He couldn't stand on oh, his I know. leg. And we're like, oh, go kick the ball. He's just a kicker. Just a kicker? You tell all Chicago fans you're just a kicker. Because our kicker's our old kicker's about to kick tonight. And he's been pretty damn good. Robbie. I miss Robbie uh, so much. I know we all do. So what I'm saying is, can we just when uh, we Another thing, though, we didn't just sign him off a of waiver wire. We traded for him, and we're just going to run him into the ground. Like, I just, that boggled my mind, to be completely honest. I don't know what, like, I don't care if Eddie goes, I'm good, I'm good. Oh, really? Because you just fell to the ground after you kicked the ball. And the balls, if you didn't know it and you didn't look at him after the play, you would never know because those balls were going right down the middle. And my point is, we still, I know this is hindsight, and hindsight's twenty twenty. we still lost the game, and he made every field goal. So, did we hurt him more? Is he hurt less? Because he seems to be getting hurt a lot more each time he's gone out there. He was definitely hurt more this week than, than he, he was, was last week against the Vikings. Absolutely agree. The only thing in, in our favor is we got a bye week coming up, and uh, hopefully Eddie gets some good rust during that bye week and come out healthy. But if he's not, then we need to we need to change something. We need to have Pat O'Donnell practice field goals and yeah. someone else hold. No, I'm with you. We need to flip the script. Let's save our valuable asset. What happens if Eddie gets hurt? Now we're back to square one all over again. What if we get to the playoffs? We can't do this what-ifs with kickers anymore. We have a kicker. He's already hit a game-winning field goal. Let's keep him on this team. You know, I'm, let's I'm, let's play I'm with it safe. You. I'm with you 100. percent I'd rather be safe than sorry on this. So. Yep. Yeah, me too. You know. So that that first half was pretty much. I think we got that pretty well covered, don't you? Yeah. Well, and we turned it around in the second half. And the point being with Chase is, man, he threw some pretty balls. He really threw some pretty he, balls. He, and we both looked at each other, and we both sat there, and we both go. Is he better than Trubisky? And then, you know, you kind of forget about that early interception and then, you know, the the game-losing interception, and you're just like, no, we still don't have what we need. Yeah, yeah. He he really did um, show some real promise there, and and my hopes were rising, and he was putting the ball on the mark, and... Uh, I thought we could survive from that early interception. I did, too. I did, too. I tell you what, though. You could really feel the momentum switch in that third quarter when they d- tried to do the handoff to Jacobs. Turned out to be, or was it the fullback? Turned out to be some kind of lateral. The ball went way back there. We yeah. we got the we got recovered the, the fumble. They were trying to do a sweep, and yeah. they mistimed it. yeah. And that really that really turned the game around because at that point in time I was thinking there's no way we come back from well, this. Well, and our defense still had great plays. We didn't talk about earlier. McManus saved a TD mm-hmm. and at the goal line pulled a real Charles 
Peanut Tillman. Oh yeah, we that that was a great play. And I'm not I'm not trying to take away from the positives that we did, but man, there was just so many. It was a frustrating game. There was just yeah. so much other things that we needed to hit on because in hindsight, yeah, that saved a touchdown for now, but it really didn't matter because we blew it again. So by the way, if you didn't see the punch out, he punched the ball out so hard that when the ball hit the ground. It went on the nose and it was spinning around like a top on it the was ground. Like, it was like when they uh, get a first down and they spin the ball. That's yeah. exactly what it looked like. Yeah, yeah, and that that so that, that made it a little bit tough to get on the recovery, but uh, we got it. Yeah, that was really cool to watch. It though. was. That was really cool. Um, I'm trying to think what else, if anything. I, I think I think the fact that we in the third quarter we came back and our offense scored 21 points. Was it in the third quarter? Um, to take the lead, uh, that that was a that was a heck of a third quarter. I mean, you know, it, it, at that point All in time, nothing, it, though. It, at that point in time, it looked like, can we do it? But here's the thing: the play that really just got me was when we roughed the kicker. Um, what was that? We, didn't they call running it, into the kicker. Running into the kicker, yeah. They didn't give us a 15-yarder, but they got us a 5-yarder. And then after that, they faked the punt and got the first down. That killed us. If we would have got that ball with, what, four or five minutes to go at that point in time, that could have been a whole different ball game. Yeah, but, you know, could have capitalized on the turnovers again. That continues to be a problem. Defense turns the ball over. We're going three and out too much. The defense is on the field too much. Defense is worn down. Defense is exhausted. Defense, 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 defense. You know, um, I think that if this league is such a copycat league, I have brought this up. I brought this up in the, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but toot, toot, here we fucking go. I said we need to get a backup. I said, well, why don't you address this quarterback position? Trubisky now will not, again, as young as he is, in a league that is super friendly to the quarterback and being hit, will not make it through another full season again. And when we, no, no offense, Chase Daniel, good for you, buddy. You know everything. Awesome. Okay, you know the offense. You know all that. Good for you. Great job. But you're not it. You're not it. Look at what the Saints are doing. We should be doing what the Saints are doing. Hey, Pace, I hear that uh, Mike Glennon's still available. No, I know you're joking, but I'm being dead serious. <laughs> Teddy, I know. Teddy Bridgewater was a great addition. He's being paid over $7 million to sit on the bench. People are like, oh, that's a lot of cap room. A lot of cap room? Your Hall of Fame quarterback is on the bench, and you're on a winning streak. That's worth $7 million. You that better. seven million is going. That seven million just bought you wins. Absolutely, and those wins mean playoffs, and playoffs mean championships. And again, let's go back to it. Let's go back to last year. I don't need to harp on last year. What did we do? We missed. We missed getting the second seed by one, one game. Chase Daniel lost that game against the horrible, horrible Giants. Now he loses against a horrible Oakland team. There's a pattern emerging here where we need to get a solid backup. I don't know why Ryan Pace does this dink and dunk. Like we bring in that Tyler Bray 
just because he was with Kansas City a long time ago and he knows the offense. Okay, what are we doing? We're just bringing in people that now, know the offense. How about we bring in people that actually have some talent? Now, now listen, you brought up a name to me earlier about a guy who could possibly be a backup. And I tell you what, at first, I really didn't like it. I, I, I didn't like it at all. Tell them, who, tell them who you think could possibly be a backup for the Chicago Bears. I didn't say backup. I said a shot at starting even. And it's ah. going to alarm a lot of people. And it's not for this year. Okay? Let's all think about this. All right? Now, I'm just going to let you, you know, I'm going to say the name. And then I can all be able to hear you all screaming through your headphones and your your listening devices and you know, if you're in a car and you're going fast, you might want to pull over. But I think we should take a flyer on Josh Rosen. That was the yelling. That was the pause for the yelling. Yeah. I hope it's all out. We can't go that long. <laughs> it's really weird because I think people just thought they killed their own podcast. <laughs> um, it's all over. They'll never listen, They'll never have another listener again. And, and, <laughs> and listen, the reason I bring this up, okay, so I thought about this. If it doesn't work in Miami, they're out on him. They want Tua. They don't want. They don't want Rosen. Now Rosen, ha- he he's a first rounder. He's gone in the first round. Okay, by Arizona. He's not been surrounded by any good teams. Arizona and Miami are not good. Okay, they don't have the skill set. They don't have the talent. They don't have anything. Why not take a flyer on him for free and just sign him? You could get him for cheap. A lot of people say they see a lot of potential in him. And I would like to see him in a Matt Nagy offense. I heard his accuracy is really good. I don't know. He hasn't looked good in Miami, but then again, no Who, one's looked good yeah, in Miami. Yeah, I was going to say, you could put Tom Brady, you could put anyone in now, Miami. And, and now no not, one is going to look good now, in Miami. My thing is, I'm not saying he's a permanent solution. If you were to bring him in and he did work out and we gave him a fair shot and he still just didn't have it, we can go out and get another quarterback, and then why can't he be the backup? He at least is young. No, you know, I, we, we, I, we, we keep bringing in these players who no one's ever heard of because I think what people are afraid of is they're afraid, coaches are afraid, hey, if we get someone like a Teddy Bridgewater, they're going to want to go start somewhere. I understand that, but if you pay someone like a Teddy Bridgewater, Think he'll be all right sitting on that bench knowing his job. I, I got to admit, when you first said Josh Rosen, I'm like, oh, my God. I think Tyler has lost his ever-loving mind. But the more you started to describe what your thinking was, I thought, you know what? That actually is starting. That idea is starting to grow on me. He might not be just a backup. He actually could be someone good. The poor kid has not been given any kind of an opportunity. Who knows? If you're listening out there, Pace, I'm sure you are. You're number our number one fan. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, on our hater website. Where yeah, you just shit talk us. Yeah, um, there's a picture of us right next to a, a dartboard. I have a burner account and everything. Um. So yeah, I that was just my take. I, I don't know if it'll happen or not. Uh, look, let's look forward now. Let's let, let's look to the future, and the future is. We have a bye week, and it's kind of at a good time. And my question to you is, do we make a trade? Do we inquire? Do we trade anyone away? Do we do do a 
do basically do we do anything in the trade market? Do you think we do? I I think I think we absolutely will not do a doggone thing other than rest our players. Follow up. Do you think we should? Yes. And what move would you make? I would really be looking to see if I I'm serious. I would really be looking to see if we could get a quarterback um anywhere. Um just to learn the system. And I I I just don't like what I'm seeing. I you know you know how I feel. I I feel Trubisky could go down again this year. I don't want him to go down again this year. But can you imagine that if we have to go four, five, six games with Chase Daniel, what that might look like after seeing that last game with the Raiders? Yeah, I mean that that's that's not good. We we, we can't resign him. We got to let him go. It's time. I so mean, I would like this year. Yeah, I would like to see us do some kind of a trade, get someone who can throw the ball downfield accurately because you got to face it. No one plays the Bears this year and says, "Wow, I'm really scared of the pass." No. They're all moving no. up in the box just, you know, okay, keep everything in front of you kind of defense. And they're starting to figure out our defense. They're starting to say and it all feeds back to the offense. They're starting to say, hey, our defense, we're going to nickel and dime them. Be patient with the Bears. Pick up three, four yards at a time. At least wear them out. Don't do a three and out and let them rest because most likely their offense is going to go three and out and they'll be back on the field in no time. Yeah. And that's where we can really punish them, wear them out, and, you know, et cetera. I agree. I agree. So I, I don't think we'll make any moves. Yes, should we make a move to try to upgrade in the quarterback position, do a trade, whatever? Yes, we should do that. Will we do it? I absolutely don't think that's going to happen. And I think the best we can hope for is our defense gets rested up. It would be great if, if all of our players came back healthy. And uh, I, I think Trubisky starts in, in against, uh, are we against Saints. New- Saints at home. At home. It's going to be a hard one. Yeah. Um, just to let everyone know, the trade-led deadline is October 29th. All trades must be finalized by 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that's something to uh, work for. <laughs> of course. Why not? Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm on my phone right now, and I'm looking up like if the Bears are involved in any trade rumors. And, of course... First thing that pops up is A.J. Green is uh, the Patriots are thinking about making a move for A.J. Green. And, you know, evil always wins. So, <laughs> I mean, seriously. But back to the Bears. Um, look, we got a lot hard games. A lot of hard, a lot of hard games. A lot of hard games. We have a lot of hard games coming up. Uh it's going to be tough, man, to get to the playoffs. It's going to be a uh, tough, long road. If anything we have seen in the NFL this year, it's been wild, wobbly and wild, okay? It's been real weird. You know, Chiefs lost to the Colts last night. We lost to the Raiders. Those are two mega upsets. Yeah, yeah it's not over, Bears fans. We no, still have not. chance. No, no, no. It's not over. I know I got real negative on the podcast before, and I'm, I'm trying to – I'm trying to bring more to, uh, we're trying not to dwell on certain things and we're trying to mix them up, but man, it's really hard when you're that, when 
I think I speak for the both of us, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. When I, I just feel like we're that one piece away. Yeah, so that's that's it. We are, we are, Man. and 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 I think when you're a true true Blue Bear fan, and you love this team as much as we love it, it's so hard to be this close and know if you just had that one last quarterback piece, you you could put it all together. Yeah, I I don't know what quarterbacks are available. I don't know. Well, we know the one we talked last week, and Curtis well, brought it up, the, the guy that we think could really be the quarterback of the future, but he's been, blackballed. Gonna, yeah. he's been blackballed from the yeah. NFL. They're so, gonna... Well, That's... I'm talking about trade-wise, but then again, I'm not a scout. They should have all these people scouted. There has to be something needs to be done. I mean, I, I don't think we will. I and Actually, I know we won't, but... Someone, man, some decent backup. I wish. So we, what we'll do is we'll just say, Bear fans, let the team heal up. Get ready for the Saints at home. That should be a really great game. And we'll break that down later. Um, what we're going to do for the bye week is uh, we're going to go through, we like to do this, just because the Bears aren't on doesn't mean, you know, we we can't talk about them. Uh, we'll break down, in our opinion, um, the Vikings, the, the Lions, and the Packers. And we'll talk about them and break them down. Uh, that'll probably be next week. I don't want to do it on Saturday because I want all the teams to play. And I think the actually the do the Lions play the Packers on Monday night? I believe they do. I think that's the next Monday night ball game. Is, so is Lions just to Packers. let people know if that's the case, as I rapidly scroll through my phone, which yes, it is the case. Um, in that case, probably we'll have a podcast out for you where we break all that down on. Oh, I want to say Wednesday or, yeah, probably Wednesday or Tuesday. Probably have it one out by then. Uh, we got to check our schedules and stuff. But uh, I, I don't want to break down. And then the only reason I want to do it like this, I don't want to break down the teams before we, you know, they play. Because we could do that now, but what's the point? Let's get another weekend because the Bears were off. Let's see, you know, let's get all the standings. Because the standings are obviously going to change with the Packers playing the Lions. Oh, Absolutely. So we'll we'll go through those teams, give you opinions on them. Um, and then, yeah, the Eagles play the Vikings, so that's another big matchup. So, you know, it's a hard division right now. The Vikings are 3-2, and two, the Lions are 2-1-1, one and one, and the Packers are 4-1. and one. Don't the Lions always feel like they have a tie? Yeah. I don't know what it is with the Lions. They... Every single year, there's just some kind of weirdness that the Lions, you know, I don't know if they're cursed or what it is, but uh, they always have something a little weird about um, their schedule or one of the games they play in. Just kind of bizarre. Yeah, it's very odd. So um, with that being said, I mean, we'll, uh, we'll we'll have that out and we'll get around there and uh, – we should have we're getting closer i know i keep saying this we're getting closer to the phone issue we'll get that resolved and hopefully we really get this ball rolling um hey if anyone else wants to leave us messages on the uh i was gonna say discord we don't have discord we have uh what are we on 
Anchor, if you want to leave a message on Anchor, if you want to leave a message on any of our social media accounts, uh, everything is 34to-glory. Just leave us a message and we will get back to you via podcast or on social media. And if you have an opinion or something, we'd love to hear it. And listen, if we... If we agree with you or not, that doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we can agree on one thing. We all want to see the Bears win a Super Bowl. Absolutely. And we, we just really appreciate hearing from you. Yeah, and the more the more suggestions and feedbacks, like we want to turn this into a voice for people, for frustrated fans, for uh, hopeful fans, for joyful fans, for uh, celebratory fans. Like That's what we want this to be. A voice, not just us rambling, and you know, maybe if you have questions for us and want to know what we think, and then we can have we'll have questions for you too. Because I'm also, I'm very interested in other people's opinions. Believe it or not, I'm not just this gas bag on this podcast. I really, we both, I think, yeah, want to know. Absolutely. So uh, we appreciate all the feedback we've gotten so far. Uh, keep listening. Tell any other bear friend or a any fan of anything. Well, I don't know how that'll work. I mean, if he likes the Packers, I don't think he's going to like this podcast. But if he wants to hate listen, I don't know if that's a thing. I figure it must be. People hate watch things all the time. So we'll take any way we can. So tell a friend, do whatever you need to. But uh, just remember, it's always a good time when you bear down.